Thank you for tuning into the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. Now, let's join Pastor Pete Pierce for today's life-changing word. Turn in your Bibles. Amen. The Psalms 86, verse 11. I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation. You may just keep your seat, amen. We're going to continue to just move forward, amen, so we can get you guys out of here, amen. Psalms 86, verse number 11. I'm going to read this from, our, from the New Living Translation, amen. And it says, Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I, that, so that I may honor you. Father, we bless you on today. We magnify you, Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're already here. You, you met us here. And we pray now for the miracle of the sower, God, that even now, that four out of four, everyone that's going to receive the word on today is good ground. And because of that, they're going to bring forth fruit of their lives, some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. For your glory and for our good. We love you. Could do absolutely nothing without you. It's in the matchless name of your son, Jesus, that we do pray and all the people of God shout it. Amen. God bless you, man. We thank Carlos. Thank us, Alicia. God bless you, Brother Don, Sister Yvette. God bless you, Brother Clive. For everyone who participates in the service, we don't take everything that you do. We don't take nothing that you do, matter of fact, lightly. Amen. And we thank you that you're doing it as unto the Lord, and he's the one that's going to repay. But from the bottom of our hearts, we want to say thank you. Amen. Can y'all say just thank you? Thank you for serving. Amen. So if you, if you uh, the scripture I just read, it should have been familiar to you because this is the scripture that we're using as our foundational text when it's concerning our mantra for the year or our theme for the year. Amen. Our theme for the year, the year is, Lord, teach me in 23. We're moving from knowing to showing, applying godly wisdom, amen, to our lives. So one of the things that God had dealt with me when it come, came to this is to deal, dealing with wisdom to our lives because it's one thing to receive something by faith, but once you receive it by faith, what do you do with it? Amen. So we're asking the Lord to give us wisdom. Amen. And for a subject today, I want to use this. Wisdom shows what you don't know. Amen. Somebody say wisdom shows what you don't know. Because how many think, how many know, you know, today, now and today, we think we know everything. In the book of Daniel, it says this, in the last days, knowledge shall increase. Right? So even us now, with the, the, the dispensation of time that we're, we're living in, it seems like that everybody knows everything and they really don't know nothing. Right? So knowledge has increased. It has. You know, we're, we're, we're at a place now where information is, is bombarding us all the time. You know, you, every, everybody has an opinion. Everybody is an SME. You know, that is a subject matter expert. Right? But the question is, do you know what you really know? And a lot of us cannot ask, can answer that question is that we really don't know what we think we know. 
So what we're doing is we're asking the Lord to give us wisdom of how to operate here in the earth. And listen, we want wisdom of how to, how to, how to, how to handle our finances. Amen. Wisdom of how to handle our marriages. Hello. Amen, somebody. Wisdom of how to handle our children. Right? Wisdom of how to be the best employee that you can be on your job. Amen. We need God's wisdom for everything that we do. Because there's a difference between just having wisdom and having knowledge. Amen. See, knowledge is just information. Wisdom tells us how to apply that information. And, and there's a difference, a revelation of a difference between godly wisdom and wisdom of the world. So we've been dealing with, and we, we, we opened this series up a couple of weeks ago, we were dealing with the life of Solomon. One of the things that blessed me about the story in Solomon, about Solomon, it says that he was a young boy, and now he's, he's becoming the king. So he asked the Lord for these different things, right? And as he was, he had a dream. The Bible says he had a dream and began to ask the Lord these questions, these different things. If one of the things he said, listen, God, you got you to teach me how to, how to go before these people because I'm nothing but a young man. Matter of fact, he was somewhere between the age of 17 to 20. They don't, you know, right around in there. He was a young man. So all the things that he asked the Lord for, the Lord ends up and say, because you have not asked for riches, you didn't ask for the, the hands of your enemy, I'm going to grant you wisdom, and I'm going to place it in your heart. See, all the things that he initially asked him for, he never asked him for wisdom. He never said, God, give me wisdom. He said, God, I don't know what I'm doing. So you got to help me. So everything that he asked him for was nothing more than a characteristic of wisdom. So one of the characteristics of wisdom that we said is humility. Humility is a characteristic of wisdom. Unselfishness and to be teachable. Lord have mercy to be teachable. All of these are, all of these, all of these things are nothing more than characteristics of wisdom. So let's look at our text. Our text says, teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Amen. So we're going to break this thing down. Now we're talking about teach me your ways, O Lord. That very statement is, is the problem that some of us have today. Because we think every, we think we know everything. Right? And especially in, in, the, in the dispensation or, or everything that we have now, everything we have, you know, y'all know how I feel about Google, right? I mean, I use Google, you praise the Lord. But how many know that Google is not absolute truth? It's relevant truth. And there's a revelation of a difference between absolute and relevant, relevant truth. Because you can Google something and the answer may be somebody's opinion. It's not actual. It's, there's a difference with something between it being factual and actual. You understand what I'm saying? Here's the factual thing. This podium before me, I can knock on it. It's something that's solid. Well, actually, it's made of something that you can't see. Factually, I can touch it. Actually, it's made up of atoms. It is something that you can't see. It's something that I can see is made up of something that I can't see. So actually, I really can't see it. Factually, I can. That's good. Do you feel me? 
So when it comes to wisdom, see, knowledge will give you information, but wisdom teaches you how to apply it. But you have now, here's the filter we have to have. The filter of the Holy Ghost of a, a renewed mind filters that information, amen, and then it goes into your heart. And now if you, when your heart lines up with the word and your why lines up with his word, now he gives you wisdom. So have you ever met people who know so much and they don't know nothing? Amen. And the same thing holds true in the body of Christ. Man, you could quote Genesis to Revelation. You may have knowledge, but if you don't have understanding or any wisdom of who he is, you just know stuff. Amen. So that's how people get confused sometimes. We were talking, the brothers were talking about this on yesterday. You know, people get confused and when they see, you know, things happen in the church or some of the leaders do this and some of the leaders do that, they have a lot of knowledge. But their life doesn't line up with what they're preaching. Or their life doesn't line up with what they say they know. Why? You know why? They don't have no wisdom. Because wisdom says, I don't know. I'm going before the Lord all the time when it concerns this church. It's like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. You got to help me. Amen. Because as soon as I get to the place where I think I know, that's when I don't know. But when you go before the Lord and say, God, I don't know what, I do, I'm, what I'm doing, but I know that you know, then he'll give you wisdom. And see, godly wisdom looks different from worldly wisdom. So you take the, the, the story of Solomon, right? So now he has this dream, and then the Lord's going to grant him wisdom. He says, not only am I going to give you wisdom, you're going to be the, listen, you're going to be the wisest man that ever lived. And the very next thing that Solomon does, it says, go get me a sword. Y'all right. remember the story? Two prostitutes come to him with a baby that died. Well, one said, that's my baby. The, the baby that's alive, you know, the other one said, that's my baby. The other one said, no, that's my baby. So, so godly wisdom tells Solomon this is how you're going to handle that situation. Go get a sword and tell the mother that you're going to cut this baby in half. All right. That don't make sense to the world. Amen. So here you are on your job. And the Lord tells you to become a tither. Revelation of a difference. It's a principle. It's not a law. Right. Amen. We tithe. All right. Amen. But it's not a law. It's a principle that we live by. So now you take the money that you receive, right, and you give God his portion, and then you give an offering, and the world says, how do you live on what's left? Wisdom says, <laughs> wisdom says, when you give me mine, I'm going to always, always give you yours. You know why? Here's the wisdom of it. Our God, the one that we're given to, he's the one that owes the cattle of a thousand hills. The gold is his, the silver is his, it all belongs to him. And because you and I are his children, we can say, Daddy, you know. <laughs> has your daddy ever provided for you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Even when you didn't deserve it? That's the thing about it. See, because see, knowledge always tells you that you deserve it. Knowledge is prideful. Wisdom is humble. Another thing about wisdom, it always has somebody else in mind. Amen? So when God blesses you with godly wisdom to do certain things, it's not about you. 
it includes you, but it's not about you. Amen. So it says, teach me your ways. To even get to the place where you're asking the Lord to teach you, you have to humble yourself. You don't know it all. Don't you, listen, I can tell myself, don't you just don't, you know, sometimes it rubs you the wrong way. When you're around people that always, they can give you the diagnosis of everything. They cannot diagnose everything. Amen. Brother John, you just talking about one thing, you know, and you just, you know, you just telling them something. Carlos like, well, you know, I've, I've been dealing with such and such. Well, let me tell you what that is. <laughs> Amen. They don't know nothing. They want to diagnose everything. But what they're doing is, you know, you tell them and they're Googling it. <laughs> then they come back, well, let me tell you what that is. Amen. Amen, somebody. We got to get to the place where you humble. Pride, listen, I mean, um, godly wisdom humbles itself. Lord, teach me your ways that I may live according to your truth, your truth. We're not talking about, you know, the world's truth. We're talking about his truth. Amen. And here's something else, too, when you get to the place. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7, it says, To humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may do what? Exalt you in due time. Right? Godly wisdom says, I'm going to do my best, and I know I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, and he is going to raise me up. But the worldly knowledge says, I need to learn, I can learn. I need to prove to people that I know what I'm doing. I need to prove to everybody that I know. All right. Even when I don't know. Because false humility is pride. Right. Right. Amen, somebody. You know, you know, you know how we get sometimes. <laughs> Well, it was the Lord, you know, you trying to be humble, you, you know, somebody asks you, well, how did you do that? First, you're going to say, well, it was the Lord. Then the next thing you know, well, this is exactly how you do it. <laughs> so the question is, you know, prior to come in, now you can, now don't, don't get me wrong. You can get to a place where you help some people. You say, man, it's the Lord. And the Lord taught me certain things. And let me show you how he, what, what he taught me. This is what he taught me. He taught me to do it this way. He taught me to do it that way. But pride says, or worldly wisdom says, no, let me show you exactly how to do it. And that's what we're doing. We're searching. Everybody's an influencer. Everybody want to tell you how to do it. What are they influencing you? To do what? Be careful. Amen. We can't put everything on social media. Social media has its place. Praise the Lord for it. I mean, it does. It has its place. But you can't be governed by it. Amen. Because there's some people who, 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 who will promote themselves to be wise that's on social media that don't know nothing from nothing. Right? Because when you re really get down to it, you know, they, it's like, I'm, I'm going to use the musicians, right? Because of technology. Man, you can do some stuff now. I'm telling you, with music, you can do some stuff now. So I'm kind of starting to play a little bit again and, you know, mess around and you know, so I'm messing with some stuff, and you know, you get these all these little downloads and stuff. It ain't fair sometimes, right? I know, cause you can put together some bad stuff and can't play a lick, right? Only thing you dragging and dropping, right? Dragging and dropping. So now you done created this this masterpiece, incredible music. So you get to the venue, and your computer fails. 
Now what you going to do? So they say, okay, we're going to get a keyboard. We're going to get the drums, and, you know, you, and you're a keyboard player, supposedly. You know, you're a YouTube keyboard player. You're a drag and dropper. Amen? And can't play a lick. So factually, with knowledge, you put this incredible masterpiece together. But actually, you had no wisdom to learn how to play what you say you could play. So this morning, I said, Carlos, I said, man, do you know I'm available? Because I wanted to play a little background music. You know, we kind of set it up. You know what I'm saying? He said, no, man. I don't. <laughs> He said, I don't know. I said, y'all didn't play that back in the day? He said, well, I played it once, you know, a long time ago. Then he sits down on the keyboard and starts to play it. Right. I said, boy, that don't make no sense. <laughs> I said, I got to search my heart right now. You know what I'm saying? You know what the revelation of a difference is? He knows. He understands. So he can use wisdom to pull out what's on the inside of him. See, God has placed something on the inside of him, and because he's hearing the melody in his head, wisdom says, play this note, play that note. It's not something that he necessarily learned. It's the gift that God had given him. And the first thing but it blessed me says, I don't know. I don't know how to play it. And God is like, yes, you do. Because of what I put in on the inside of you. Oh, how y'all get cast all your cats? I like that. Humble yourself. Amen. So false humility is just pride. We have, to be, we have to be careful today when it's this information age. Because wisdom, I wrote this down. Wisdom doesn't diagnose a problem. It gives a solution. Amen, somebody. Somebody said, wisdom doesn't diagnose the problem. Problem, It gives the solution. So we're asking the Lord, teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. So turn to James chapter 3, verse number 13. I'm going to get ready to get out of here in just a second. James chapter 3, verse 13. I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation. It says, if you are wise in understanding God's ways... Prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. So that's why we're going to move from the place where wisdom shows. Wisdom does, does not, not also know, but it shows. Amen. And when you ask God for wisdom, he'll, man, your life will be a living testimony of what the wisdom of God will do in your life. Amen. Y'all know I like to talk about my dad, man. You know, Big Pete, that's who he is. Hey, praise the Lord. My father would always tell us, he said, boy, I didn't know how to raise you guys. I had four kids in the inner city. And I'm a country boy. I ain't know nothing about nothing. But I would always talk to the Lord, and he would tell me what to do. It wasn't that he had a degree. Amen. He had a relationship. And because of a relationship, God would give you godly wisdom of how to do certain things. So he said the Lord would tell him to listen, to, to take this and put it here and, and go to this bank and ask for it. He said, I didn't know what I was doing, but the Lord would tell me and I would humble myself and go before him and tell him that I don't know what I'm doing. Say this with me. Say, I, I don't know. That opens up the door for wisdom to work in your life. Amen. Because it's like this. 
when you think you know it all, there's no room to add anything. Right? So when you all, you know, you all filled up with all knowledge and everything, there's no room for the Lord to add anything to it. But when you humble yourself and you tell the Lord that you don't know, what he does is he broadens your, you know, you, you, he expands you. It doesn't mean that he takes the things that he gave you out. He just expands you to give you more. He's going to open you up to give you more. But one of the things that, that, that has to be a must in order to be teachable is to be available. Are you really available for the Lord to talk to you? That means that sometimes you got to get, get some quiet time and turn the TV off and, and not be so busy and listen to what he has to say and not always talk. Oh, my God. You got to be to the place where <laughs> let him get a word in. You ever been around somebody that you know they just won't let you get a word in? Right? And here's the thing. You got their answer. But they, they, you just be talking, you know, and, you know, at, at, then you just get to the place where you do. Oh. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Did it get to you? What you was about to say? Man, I don't forgot. <laughs> right, you got to check, check, check your heart then. The Lord is the same way. The same way. We got to get time. We always talk to the Lord. We talk to him through prayer. Amen. We taught all about this. Amen. Go back and listen to the prayer. Then we talked about prayer. But prayer is a conversation. So there's times when you can just, just be still and know that I am God. And in those moments, man, you've already made your petition to the Lord. You've, always talk, you've already talked to him about certain things. But take the time that you need to listen to him. Amen. What's it? More and more Jesus. That's right. And, and, and don't be spooky about it. Don't, you know, you don't have to have a shrine at the house. I mean, you can have a place. Amen. Wherever you talk to God is where you talk to God. Amen. A lot of times I talk to God, you know, when I'm driving. And th now this, this kind of trips Franny out. You know when the Lord talks to me sometimes is when I'm watching TV. <laughs> right? See, I'm watching TV, but I'm gone. I ain't even there. I'm in front of it. I, you can you, <laughs> you come out and tell me, what you watching? I'd be like, I don't know. And I'm talking to the Lord. Amen. So it's different for everybody. The key is learn when to shut up. Amen. KYMS. <laughs> That's a radio station. Keep your mouth shut. Amen. You got to learn to turn to KYMS sometime. <laughs> Amen. Keep your mouth shut. Somebody say, keep your mouth. What's the last one? Keep your mouth shut. Amen. Sometimes we got to go to WKYMS. <laughs> keep your mouth shut. Amen. So I was telling you we have to be available. I, and that, this song came to my heart, and I actually wrote it down. Milton Brunson wrote this song years ago. I'm, Lord, I'm available to you. I'm going to read just a little bit of the, the, uh, the lyrics to this song. It says, Lord, I'm available to you. My will I give to you. I'll do what you say. Do use me, Lord, to show someone the way and enable me to say, my storage is empty. And I am available to you. That's nothing, man, that's wisdom encapsulated. 
when your storage is empty, he's always going to fill you up. Now, the emptying of your storage, it has to be an act of your will. It has to be an act of you humbling yourself. Amen? Before the Lord and to tell him that I don't know. When you don't know, that's when he'll show you exactly what to do. Wisdom is the principal thing, but in all you're getting, get understanding. Amen. It didn't say knowledge. Knowledge puffs up. But we got to have knowledge. Now, don't get me wrong, man. We got to have, you know, we got to get to the place where we learn some things. But once you learn them, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Once you get this knowledge, your why has to line up with his word. When the why you do the things you do lines up with his word, he'll give you wisdom on how to get them. Right? And then, then, then listen now, faith will bring some things in the earth. So faith gives you a promotion of your job. You've been asking the Lord for a promotion. Why? You want some more money, right? You need some more money. There's some things you want to do. So God blesses you because of your faith, and you applied your faith to get this. So faith brings it to the earth, right? But now you got to have wisdom on how to handle it. So you get this increase on your job, right? And you say, I need a car. Wisdom says, just buy the one you can afford. Right? But worldly wisdom says, no, you need to bling it out. <laughs> worldly wisdom said, man, you just got more money. You know, worldly wisdom, you about to make it rain up in here. <laughs> worldly wisdom says, go get, the, go get this one. But it never told you what the insurance costs. It never told you what the maintenance is. So now you get the one that you thought you always wanted, right? Because you're using your own wisdom. And now you go to get your first oil change. That's right. Me and my wife lived that. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's right. We went to, we had a 535, Brother Clyde. It was Char. And then it was, yeah, man, it was, it, woo. And we were doing all right, both in the military. We went to get our first oil change. Daryl, the man said $800. Hey, but check this out. Come on, Carl, we're about to close, man. Check this out. Pride was like, oh, that ain't nothing. Me and Fatty was like, did you really just say? <laughs> and this was years ago. So here's the thing, though. See, if we would apply godly wisdom to what God had blessed us with, right? It, it, now listen, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that there's a time when you can't get exactly what you want because the Bible says he'll give you the desires of your heart. But he'll give you those desires when you can afford them. You are blessed to be a blessing. So God's original plan for you and for me is for us to operate in overflow. Amen. So when you get to the place where you are actually operating in overflow, man, God, I don't care what it is you want. If, you, if he blesses you to get it, get it. But if it's going to cause your children not to eat, 
foolishness. It's not the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God tells you, listen, when you, if you just get the pinto right now, <laughs> wisdom says you need some transportation. And along the line, see, here's the thing about the Lord, man. Our life is a story that's already been told. He knows what you want, and he wants to give it to you. But if he says, listen, if you could just humble yourself right now, there's coming a time I'm going to give you exactly what you want. And check this out, Pastor James, it's going to be exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask, think, or even imagine. You were going to the deal and thought you was getting a three series. You roll out there with a seven series because he said, this is the one I wanted you to have all along. If you'll just wait for it. Amen. Wisdom gives you patience. I'm a, Lord, I'm asking him for that all the time because I can be impatient sometimes. Do I have any witnesses in the house? Wisdom says, listen, just be patient. I'm going to give it to you. Not necessarily when you, but how the old folks you said. It's going to come up always on time. May not come when you want them, but it's always on time. And his timing is not necessarily your timing. And that's why even, man, when it comes to this, this church, man, you just don't know how many, how many nights and how many times I labor before the Lord. So some of them times when I'm watching TV, I'm gone. And I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about the things that we need. I'm like, Lord, you know we need a facility. And he's like, I know you know. But don't you have a place to worship? Then I have to say, thank you, Lord. I, I thank you. I, I, God bless. Thank you for the AMC theater. Lord, I thank you for the tent. Amen. So, man, I'm trying to exercise patience. And he keeps telling me, reminding me. I, and I, I thank God for my wife and, and for you guys. I mean, because, man, y'all excite me sometimes. You say, it's just a matter of time. Y'all be confessing that thing. Amen. So that blesses me. Because we are in this thing together. Amen. We're in this thing together. Because God has the work that he wants to do through, the, through these people, through you. The power is in the pews. It's not in the mic. Come on, help me somebody. My job, our job, is, is, is to give the word of God to you so you can live the best life that you can live. There's gifts and there's talents that's in the pews right now. If you humble yourself and use wisdom, he'll show you how to manifest those things in your life. I promise you that. Just humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. In due season, in due season, somebody say due season. He's going to exalt you to the place that he's always called you to be. Amen. Somebody lift your hands to the Lord. Can you just worship him right now? Come on, can you just worship him? Tell, tell the Lord my storage is empty. You're available for him.
Father, we bless you on today. We give you all glory and honor. We magnify you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that in the season that you have us in, that you're giving us your wisdom, your godly wisdom to do what you've called us to do in the earth, Father. We bless you now. We thank you, Father. Our hands are lifted to you, God, and we're making ourselves available to you. Teach us, Lord. Show us your ways. We understand, the God, that we can do nothing without you. We need you so much, Father. We need you so much, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we need you to lead us and to guide us into all truth. Bless you now. Clothes and head are still bowed. I want to ask these three things. If you're here today and you don't know the Lord as your Lord to save you, you want to give your life to the Lord. When we dismiss, we're going to ask you just to come down front and we'll tell you what you need to do. Or if you're here today and you don't have a church home and you need a place to grow, amen. We're a young church, but man, we're his church. This is not my church, this is his church. It's all about him. We need a place to grow together. I promise you, man, we can grow together. If you're in a backslidden condition, you've been kind of, you know, you kind of stepped away from the Lord. And, but the, the awesome thing about the God that we serve, the God that you serve, you can walk away from him, but he'll never walk away from you. He says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be with you until the very, very end. He's always with you. We bless you, Father. You glory, we give you praise. It's in the matchless name of your son Jesus that we do pray. Can somebody shout unto the Lord his name? Jesus! Come on, one more time. What's his name? One more time. What's his name? And we love you. Hallelujah. Well, go ahead and get your offering envelope. Thank you for spending time listening to the Word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week. Thank you.